Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, mamacita, welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. That's mamas as in, hey, mama, y te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izara. Today on the Mamas Con Ganas podcast, for the very first time ever, we have a male guest, my very own hubby, Dr. Mark Limassani. Hi there. <laughs> very excited to be here. Thank How does you. it feel like to be the first man who's interviewed for Mamas Con Ganas podcast? I feel like I have a lot of pressure. <laughs> feel pressure. You should feel a lot of pressure. I'm excited though. I'm excited to 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 discuss the topics that we have in store today. So yes, and the topic for you, Mamacitas, is um, basically how to stay positive during difficult times. And we decided to do this podcast, or I decided to do this podcast. I just kind of like brought my husband along and said, "You're doing this with me." Um, didn't give him much of a choice, but um, is because you know we we are going through quite turbulent times. I think we can call it that. Mm-hmm. Uncert, a lot of uncertainty right now. A lot of um, a lot of yeah, uncertainty and a lot of fear. I think a lot of people are trespassing and a, a lot of loneliness as well because everybody's trying to stay home. And so, a lot of things. Our life as we know it has basically changed. It's completely altered. Our routines have completely changed. I would say that that's very accurate. I mean, this is this is these are unprecedented times. Um, you know, a lot of uncertainty out there, and it's hard to sometimes it's hard to not get caught up in in the whole whirlwind of information and trying to get to an endpoint out of this. Um, I feel like we're all going through phases of acceptance in this new world uh, that we're embarking in. And some of us take a little bit longer than others to to come to those realizations. Uh, but I think the sooner that we're able to to step into a place of surrender, the more we're able to just embrace what it is that we have with us now and not worry so much about what it, what's to come. Yeah, and surrender, because that's, that's a very hard word for you, I think, mm-hmm. like surrender. Absolutely. You tend to want to control things more and want to like are very active in like trying to take the reins of the situation. You know, the, the, the challenge is, is when you're, when you're more of a type A, more of a take charge, proactive person, in some instances, in some environments, that's, that really allows you to thrive. Uh, but in these types of circumstances, it, it can be, it can be very, um, a very restrictive mindset because there's very limited things that you could control. And I think that these are the types of instances where letting go, um, as opposed to trying to hold on to every sense of your version of reality, your version of normal, 
is is really helpful. Um, it relieves a lot of the pressure, the stress of of what we're dealing with. And because, yeah, and the reason I brought my husband here. I mean, not only because you're stuck here with me <laughs> for, for a longer time than usual, and it's really weird to have you in the house. In one way, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, she's here. And in another way, it's like, oh my God, like, I just want to throw everybody out of the house right now. Some moments I'm just like, can I just have peace and quiet to myself? And now I have the kids and I have you, and it's like, it's very intense. So um, I think a lot of households are going through this. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the reasons I brought you on and I wanted you, you to do this p- episode with me is because we've both done a lot of self-work together, a lot of the self-help um, workshops we've done together. Uh, we did all of Tony Robbins's, you know, Life and Wealth Mastery, his Mastery University. We did... Um, Unleash the Power Within. Unleash the Power Within, Date with Destiny. So, and I know as, a, as like a couple, and we've both talked about it, a lot that that's helped us a lot because Absolutely. It's, it's brought us together um, and helped us understand each other quite a bit. And I think that it's moments like this when you realize, and we were talking about it last night, we woke up, my husband woke up, he couldn't sleep. It was like five o'clock in the morning or something. And then he woke me up and obviously like, you know, you can sense in like bed when somebody wakes up and there's like negative, like not negative, but like nervous turmoil. energy. Turmoil. Yeah. And I could sense your nervousness. Mm-hmm. So I woke up, but we ended up having like a conversation in the middle, well, middle of the night, five o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning about, well, if there's any time to use all the tools that we've learned from all those workshops, it's now. Absolutely. And so I kind of wanted to bring back just so we can share with our audience, what are those things that we have brought back from from those experiences that we've had together to give those tools back to the to my audience, sure. you know, and share with my mamacitas. And um, the first thing I wanted to bring up because I feel like that's something that um, it's relevant in every circumstance that can be difficult in life is the concept that there's two types of things. First, the things you can control, and then there are things that you can't control. So the things that you can't control are basically things like weather, uh, any external circumstances, mm-hmm. things that you don't have a say in. What other people do is basically outside of your control as well. We can influence other people, you know, obviously through different things, but at the end of the day, what another person decides to do is outside of our control. Agreed. So those things that we cannot control are the things that really give us a lot of anxiety when we realize we can't control it. And the coronavirus is one of those, it's one of those things that kind of falls into that category. In, in a very all-encompassing way. Totally. I mean, we can't control that the Olympics have been moved to next year. The Euro Cup also has been delayed. There's no more, what, no more football season, basketball season, hockey season. Any like major sport. Any major event. sports. We cannot control that. Um, we can't control that our parks are closed that our kids are not in school. I mean, those are there's right now I think has been the time more than ever before where we realize that there's a greater bucket of things that we are outside of our control pretty much than are in our control. Absolutely. And so now we're going to talk and move to the things that are in our control. And basically the the one thing that's in our control, no matter what, no matter where they put us are our thoughts, what we decide to think, the belief systems that we decide to create in our heads, and also how we react to circumstances. That's mm-hmm. in reality what we do have control over. Mm-hmm. 100%. So 
when you got, and I'm, you know, when all you guys are going through your day right now, try to focus on the things that you can control. Because always when you focus on the things that are outside of your control, those are the things that are going to give you more frustration. They're going to bring you more uncertainty, more anger, more, fr- yeah, just frustration in general. Because since you don't have any control over it, the only thing you can do is worry about it or maybe hope and wish and pray that, you know, something will change. But in reality, you don't have direct control over it. So as you go about your day right now, and mostly in days where you have a lot more time to think about, think than usual, mm-hmm. um, I, invite you to start focusing on those things that you can control. And I think that I'd, I'd want to expand on one of the concepts that you brought up about uh, in terms of wishing, wanting, or praying. Um, I think that if you organize those thoughts or, and prayers in a specific, very restrictive outcome, then you're, you're setting yourself up for disappointed, uh, disappointment. Excuse me. Uh, whereas if you're praying for what's best, if you're praying and you're basically surrendering your thoughts, your feelings, your hopes as to what's, what's the best outcome, what's the, what's the outcome, if you want to call it God, if that's who you believe in, then so be it. Uh, but what is, the, what is this purpose in, in, in a bigger picture? And that way you're not, you're not restricting your thoughts, you're not restricting your happiness as to one specific outcome. Uh, you're, you're, you're basically surrendering uh, your destiny to what's best for the universe or what's God's choice or depending on what your belief system is. You know, so you're how, saying how stay works. open for the results that are, that are going to come. Sure. And, and, and leave your heart and your soul open to reacting in a way uh, that, that perpetuates that positivity. Uh, see, see, you know, under normal circumstances, this could mean you know, you want that specific job with that specific position and those specific benefits, and then you restrict yourself as to what it is that you will uh, that will make you happy. I think that uh, don't don't get me wrong. I think visualization and being very clear as to what you want is a good thing, uh, but I think trying to tie that into your sense of happiness is where uh, people end up falling short and they end up living a life in the future that they're never able to really recreate. Because their capability of being happy is only within those certain boundaries. Parameters. That you set, parameters that they set forth. Okay. And, and I always say one thing. With, in terms of what you can control and what you can't control, what you can control, since it's your reaction to things, that's what you need to be focused on 100% of the time. And not just during the coronavirus. I mean, I'm talking about during really difficult circumstances in life that we go through. The only thing we can do is try to control the reaction that we have towards those things. And then everything else, all of those other things, that big bucket of uncertainty of those things that we can't control, those are the things, like you said, we actually have to surrender mm-hmm. and leave in the hands of the Almighty and in God and or the universe or whatever you may call it. But I think that's where faith really serves a big purpose is in these moments of uncertainty because... If you're a person who likes to, and a lot of people are control freaks, like they really want to control every aspect of their life. 
Well, when they realize that they fall upon a circumstance that they have absolutely pretty much no control over, Mm -hmm. they can fall into a depression or into a state of anxiety Mm -hmm. that's so much more elevated than if they just say, you know, I'm going to behave and and do the best of my capability to deal with the situation and the rest I'm going to leave in the hands of God or I'm going to leave, you know, you know. I'm going to pray that everything goes in the right way. I think that another element to this equation is getting in touch with your morality. Uh, Excuse me, getting in touch with your mortality. Morality. Not with your morality, (laughs) with your mortality. Meaning come to the humbling, sobering realization that your time on earth is actually like a speck. And in the grand scheme of things of, you know, in the, in the millions of years that the universe has been here, in the thousands of years that humanity has been on this earth, your lifetime is a very fleeting moment. So all that worry and all that anxiety and all that stress and all those preoccupations in the big, big scheme of things doesn't hold as much weight. And I think once we kind of revisit that and once we become in touch with that and once we integrate that into our daily lives, I think that we can start opening ourselves up to uh, having a sense of gratitude for even the smallest moments um, because those are, they're here now and tomorrow they're not. And I, and I, to go along with that thought, you know, of getting in touch with your immortality, I feel like that's, there's very few occasions in life where we actually come face to face with that. Obviously mm-hmm. it's, you know, when somebody dies that's close to us that we realize, oh my gosh, we really don't know how much time on earth we have here. Um, or when something really like tragic. shocking or tragic happens in our life, right? That shows us that, that, that we real, where we realize that. But in essence, in a way, those moments are a blessing. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise we just kind of go along sort of taking for granted everything that we have. So these moments, you know, and I know for me, like it really holds true right now, the moment, you know, the fact that, that my routine has changed so drastically and that I can't do all the things that I'm used to. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. Um, you really do realize how fortunate you are to have all those things that you no longer are able to have right now. Like for me, like the simple fact that I can't go to my dance classes is like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like I realize just how much joy that brings me. Not that I'm not in touch with that on a, from a normal day basis, but sometimes we take those things for granted. Yeah, I, I, I would venture to say that, that there's two, two parts to that um, thought process. One is, you know, rekindling that love for the things that you no longer have access to and, and, and coming to that realization or kind of staying in that sense of, of excitement when those things are to come back, which they will. Um, This is a temporary situation. Um, And in addition to that, um, stepping into a space of deep appreciation for the things that you do have. So as you can all appreciate, in this type of situation of turmoil, you know, our biggest frustration at this point in time is we can't resume our normal activities. Someone else's frustration is they have a loved one on a ventilator. Someone else's frustration is they've lost a loved one that was on a ventilator. So all of, everything is relative. And just the sheer, our sheer ability to give our children a hug at night, that's a true blessing. And it kind of puts things in perspective. 
you know, the fact that we're not able to go out to a restaurant kind of pales in comparison when we still have the ability to, to, to hold our children. Yeah, I think one of the biggest learning, I think, curves that we can go through in this moment right now is just to take sim- like pleasure in the simple things, like in the simplicity. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really has sort of come at me like like a full on train is like the slowing down of things. I realized, wow, my my life was so fast paced. I didn't have time to do certain things. And now I'm just going around the house. <laughs> Yesterday, for example, I started to clean out my my office, like doing a spring cleaning. And it was something that I've been wanting to do for, you know, that I've been wanting to do this for a long mm-hmm. time. And it's just, we've never had time to do so. And so now we're doing it. And even the small things with our children, sometimes we, we live such fast-paced lives that we don't realize that just how fast they're growing up. And this is a moment where like, well, they're with us 24-7. And yes, that can be super frustrating. But there are other moments I know I've caught myself during the day going, wow, this is actually like a really big blessing to have them, to be able to like hug and squeeze them and laugh with them in the middle of the day, even though they're driving me crazy a lot of times as well. But, um, and even you and me, mm-hmm. I feel like, hey, we wouldn't be uh, here together at five o'clock p.m. on a, on a what, on a Tuesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, oh my gosh, <laughs> Wednesday. I'm starting to lose track of time. I lost track of time, you see, when things start appearing like the same thing over and over. But yeah, I think that the gratitude thing is a huge thing. I would say that this is such, it's such a bizarre um, happening. Uh, It's a very bizarre event to have this, to have a virus that has the impact of making it such that individuals have no choice but to limit their actions, uh, limit their interactions with those that they are closest with and the, and them alone. It's, it's a very, from a symbolic perspective, it's a very particular, um, it's a very particular happening. It's, it's almost forcing humanity to go back to the basics. Oh my gosh, it's a total basics. You know, I, I, absolutely. It, it's it's like a it's like forcing humanity to reset their priorities and reset their households. Um, I, I you know I, I feel like we all have the ability to look at this from a different lens, and I'm choosing to look at it from that lens. It's it's almost like a a cleansing of our of our of the soul of our homes uh, to be able to get a different footing and, and come out of this stronger as family units. I think it's a lot of clarity that's coming out also for me in the sense that I know people can get very distracted with the screens and stuff, but I've actually been less on my screen on these couple days. Cause I feel like if I stay on social media and if I keep looking at the news, I I'm the type of person who's very sensitive to that kind of stuff. And I know you and I are a little bit different. Mark's a little bit more tolerant to, I don't know. I have a very hard time, you know, watching the news and look and being on the time, like all the time on social media and not let that affect me. Because for me, I realize that the type of content that I consume from day to day really has a huge impact on me. And mm-hmm. I think I, I'm a much more, I get more emotional with those things. 
Um, but I think that, um, and I lost my track of thought here. Well, uh, you know, to, 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 <laughs> if I can kind of guide the, the direction of your discussion, you know, with regards to social media and media in general, you need to kind of start questioning what is the value of this for me? Like what, so I'm choosing to consume this. Is that going to change my habits? Is that going to allow me to change the habits of my family? Or am I just reinforcing, you know, this stress bubble that I've created for myself? Because one of the most, I believe that one of the most uh, difficult addictions to kick are our problems. And now everyone has this one major problem that's creating all these other little problems that we can all focus on and spend all of our time and attention. That's what I was going to say. It's the whole distraction thing in the sense that right now there is little time for distraction in the sense that when you have your, even when you want to concentrate just on like closing up in your bubble, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to. And, and there comes a moment in time where you're going to be left alone with your thoughts and you're going to have to deal with them. I think a lot of people have a hard time slowing down and shutting off the distractions. So one of the things I was going to recommend, you know, for anyone out there, it's like, don't lose this opportunity of slowing down to keep you from being, first of all, emotionally courageous with the people around you. Because I feel like a lot of times we... Um, we put, we put our relationships on the back burner or we don't, we avoid having those difficult um, conversations with our spouse or with our children. And I think this is a real good opportunity to do all those things that we know are in the back of our head that we know we need to put in priority and that we just choose to not do because we have so many distractions. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the, the fact that the distractions have sort of diminished because there's a lot less things that we can do. Mm-hmm. I mean... So many less things that we can do. Mm-hmm. And I was having a conversation today with our um, our middle schooler, with Lucci, and because and, he's having a hard time adapting to this as well. And I was like, listen, we're, we're all having a, a rough time. I know that you, know, you can't go to the park and you can't go to the pool and we know the beaches are closed and we know... I mean, there's so, it's, it's so much more restricted now, the things that he can do. He can't even do play dates. And I feel it on my end as well and that in terms of the things that we, we can do. But it brings us back, like you said, to a diminishing of distractions. Mm -hmm. And I think that forces us, if we take this opportunity, like I said, to have those emotional, courageous interactions with our loved ones Mm -hmm. and to stop avoiding those problems because we can go about life trying to avoid those things that make us uncomfortable. And this is sort of a moment where I think life is basically like, okay, you take care of what you need to take care of. Mm -hmm. And if I can um, switch gears a little bit, I think that from another perspective, this is also a time for rebirth. Um, these, These types of events don't happen often, thank God. But when they do happen, it really gives everyone pause um, a lot of people from a um, work-related perspective are possibly going to have to think a little bit more deeply as to what is it that they want to, what, what, what do they, what is their value prop- proposition in the world? Um, what is it that they want to contribute? What gifts do they believe they have in their hearts? 
because anyone that was on that hamster wheel doing their nine to five, their 40 hours a week and collecting a paycheck and trading their, ch- their time for money in this moment of pause really has no choice uh, but to revisit uh, those, those thoughts that they might have been having. And, um, and it's a, I think it's a, a beautiful opportunity for someone to say, you know, I've always wanted to teach guitar lessons, but I never felt like I had the time. You know, something, maybe that's, now's a good time to lean into those thoughts um, and kind of expand on them. Those are these are beautiful opportunities to 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 expand in those in those different aspects of your life that that you just always put to the back burner. Oh yeah, I think learning and I and I got an, I was trying to look for it. My aunt sent like a text of all the things that we should be doing during this time. But out of all the things that I read, the I think the one that I love the most because I feel like that's what I'm doing right now is like when you have these moments that are forcing you to just like buckle down and you can't really do much of anything, learn, do Mm -hmm. something to learn, like learn something new. And like you're saying, Hey, maybe a person wants to like take on guitar maybe it's not just teach guitars online, but maybe what they actually want to do is learn how to play Mm -hmm. the guitar. We actually have plenty of time now to do all those things where we didn't have, or if you want to take on a language, learn a language or learn how to, you know, put up your own website. I'm working on a website right now. Uh, It's the perfect opportunity to do so. Um, instead of wasting all our time just watching Netflix and movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think now is a great time to acquire skill sets that we've always put on the back burner. Um, you know, there's so many opportunities online to expand our, our knowledge base and our and our skill sets in different different aspects of life that that I think it's a, it's a great time to to step into that. And it's funny because I, when you were little, did you like, it's like, I didn't like learning as much when I was little as I do like it now. And even the things that I thought were boring when I was little are now seeming to me to be so interesting. Like science, for example, I was watching this show yesterday and I never have time to watch TV, like on a normal day basis. Like we we have so many activities in this household. It's either Luciano's and you and Luciano are in jujitsu or I'm going to dance with Luchi uh, or some, we're always doing something or other. And right now is like the first time that we're actually having like just particular moments where the day has gone by and it's like, oh, I actually have time to watch, you know, some sort of show. And I was watching the show called Everyday Miracles um, because... I, I put the TV on and I'm like, I can't watch anything negative. I can't watch these, you know, movies on pandemics or whatever. What everybody else is watching, I can't do it right now because it just, I know it's going to stress me out. So I'm like, let me find something positive. And it was a, it's a documentary called Everyday Miracles. And it's all based on like science and on things that we've created as human beings to make our life comfortable. And it was so interesting. And I was thinking to myself, as a kid, I would have never thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And now, like my sense of excitement for learning has grown exponentially. Yeah, well, it, it it allows you to to step into the beauty of exploration, and it's much makes life more exciting. Absolutely, too. absolutely. That's that's what made life so exciting when we were children, in exploring a new environment, new textures, new sounds, new new everything. And you kind of you take all those things for granted. Um, I think that exploration is is one of the most fascinating elements of life. Um, so if we were to if we're to kind of recap everything that we we just discussed. Well, the number one. So if we were to recap, the first thing we said is focus on those things that you can control. 
which is your reaction to the situation at hand, and surrender to God or the universe, all those things that you can't control, number one. Mm -hmm. We also mentioned take this opportunity to learn, take this opportunity to be grateful for Mm -hmm. the small things, and also take this opportunity to take emotionally courageous steps towards making the relationships in your life stronger, particularly those with the people that you live. Yeah. And lastly, rekindle your relationship with exploration. Yes. The learning aspect. Yeah. I mean, this conversation can go on and on. I didn't, I was about to touch the the topic of, you know, finances, because I know it's something that's on on a lot of people's minds. We'll come back to that on another episode. I'll bring Mark back. Hey, maybe he'll be a regular (laughs) guest on their show right now because I feel like we have a lot of things that we can talk about. And um, I think one of the things that we can also explore in a future episode that I've already done, uh, you know, the three-part series is on, um, you know, the way that you can shift your emotions from negative to positive, which is through, you know, your physical movement, your physiology, your focus, and your language, which Mm -hmm. I think is vitally important right now. I agree. And, you know, I was in a rut earlier today and because my husband knows that it's so important to change, to, you know, your change physical your state. state, to change your state, you know, he told me, just go out on a walk. Like, you know, even if you just, you don't have to go around like the five mile circuit in Aventura, just like walk back and forth and come back because you're just, you know, you're not helping yourself in the state that you're in just sitting there and sulking. So, <laughs> and it's funny because of the fact that we've done all this self help work together, we're able to sort of remind each other mm-hmm. when we get down or when the other one is in a rut because it happens, you know? Absolutely. It, it's so funny how deep down inside yourself, you know what you're doing. You're self-sabotaging your state and you just really want to stay there. And then having yeah. someone else tell you that, you're just like, I really don't want to hear that. I know it's the right thing to do. I really don't want to hear that right now. It's like, let me just but stay the, in my bad yeah, mood right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that. It's like, it's like pushing a bruise. Yeah, we almost enjoy sometimes sulking in our own misery. What is our biggest addiction is our problems. Our problems, exactly. Mm-hmm. And right now, it's, it's an even bigger addiction because with this whole thing, we could literally be talking about a problem. All the time. All the time. Yep. All day long. We 100%. could be talking about this thing, this COVID-19, all day long. And so, and so yeah, we, we, we definitely need to shift the focus, shift the language, and, and shift our, our body and our, our physical body. So we'll come back and we'll discuss that later. Anyways, mamacitas, let me know what you thought of this episode. Um, I thought it would be a cool thing to, to bring the dynamic, the duo dynamic of a, of a relationship. And I know it's not an d- easy thing right now. Living with your spouse <laughs> for, and being especially, with them. Especially, what are you going to say? For Valentina. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think we have to see the blessings inside what we call like the bad things that happen. I think that's the biggest thing. When we find so true. the blessings in the bad things, that's a complete shifter. And that's what creates miracles in our lives. And so when we start to see the goodness in the bad situations or in what we call the curses. Well, it's the whole premise of mamas con ganas when we, when we turn our dramas into ganas. Absolutely. That's, that's a great, great outlook on things. So Dr. Mark Limassani, thanks for being on the show today. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yes. Okay. Have a great day, mamacitas. Stay positive. 
it's Valentina. Espero te gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast. If you liked it, or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. It's because of you, our listeners, that we're able to create contenido para otras latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir nuestro podcast. Si tienen preguntas, comentarios y más, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com or follow us on social media at mamasconganas. You can also write me directly at info at mamasconganas.com. Hasta la próxima. Es Valentina recordándote, don't be a mama con drama. Mm -mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos.